All right. Hello, everyone. It's Lindsay again with Lunch with Lindsay, and I am joined today again by Becky. Hello, uh, hello. And we weren't going to do um, a Lunch with Lindsay today, but there just kind of is no choice right now. Um, <laughs> this morning, I sent Becky an article um, from earlier on in 2020. Um, the The title of the article, is, so, so it's called sex toy sales are buzzing with social distancing from COVID-19 coronavirus. Um, it is in Forbes and it is by senior contributor Bruce Wiley. And, you know, I skimmed it and I just, you know, I thought it was kind of awkwardly um, written. And then I shared it with Becky and I'm like, hey, is it just me or does this seem a bit awkward in the way um, this topic is being covered? And, you know, and then she'd like text me back to say like, this is awful. And I'm like, really? Let me like read it in more depth. But you know what? Um, I want to read this in more depth with all of you. And we could just have a discussion about this. Um, yeah. so, There's so, so again, much to discuss. <laughs> yes, there is. There is a lot to discuss. So again, um, again, title is sex toy sales are buzzing with social distancing from COVID-19 coronavirus. And you also could tell that this is, this is from April. You could also tell that this is earlier, from earlier in the pandemic. This it, was like it, a month into quarantine. That's it. He, well, cause it's saying COVID-19 coronavirus, which at this point sounds redundant. Anyway, let's hop into this. Um, and it says it like that throughout the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic. Yep. It's funny. Anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, this is, and how many views did you say that this article had? 32,000. Okay. So not so, that many, but a decent number. Yeah. And who would have known this is a topic covered by Forbes, which makes sense because it's about business and business during this pandemic. So anyway, keep that in mind, knowing that this was from April. Okay. During this COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic, wait, during this COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic, not every business is drooping. In fact, a number of different industries seem to be on the rise, including, drum roll please, the sex toy industry. With many that We've already had two mentions of like sexual euphemisms. Excuse me. So we had not every business is drooping and now we have the industries that are on the rise. So we're only into like the first sentence and there's already two sex euphemisms here. All right, keep and going. And you know what? There are a lot of euphemisms. So just get used to it. I mean, every sentence. That's so awkward. We can make a drinking game out of this. All right. <laughs> with many people stuck at home, either by themselves or with someone else, take a wild guess as to what folks may feel the urge to do. Hint, it probably isn't playing Parcheesi in most cases. Question, Becky, what? I've never played that game before, have you? <laughs> it's an old board game. My grandfather played it with me. I don't remember exactly how it works, but like, yeah, it's an old board game. Good. As I saw you pause before Parcheesi, you were like, what is Parcheesi? Yeah, it's an old board game. Like I've heard of it, but I don't have any direct connection to it. Okay, so let's move on. <sighs> yes, while you may not have mastered this whole social distancing thing, perhaps there's something else you've been mastering. <laughs> there isn't any publicly available tracker of sex toy use like Johns Hopkins University is tracking COVID-19 coronavirus cases. That would be a bit creepy. Didn't they just do like a version of the WAP song? Like Johns Hopkins University clearly isn't nervous about talking about sex or making any type of allusions to it. So it's kind of weird anyway. Well, well, how in April did they know that in December that great parody on WAP would come out? So yeah. here you go. Here, here, here we go. So yes. So we're agreeing that that would be a bit creepy. Um, <laughs> or actually not agreeing about that. Yeah, no, it wouldn't be creepy at all to have a database on sex toy use. And I bet you one exists. I think this guy just didn't do enough research because I'm sure that a sex, like a, there are so many people who specialize in researching sex toy use and, and sex and all of these things. And he, as a professor himself, should know that 
people study this and there should be it, it, the data is there well first of all it's studied globally and in the us if you haven't heard of the kinsey institute that is a prime example of a place that studies these behaviors and also how do i know because I took a few surveys with the Kinsey Institute months back early on in the pandemic, because what the heck else was I going to do? Anyway. Okay, so we already shot that completely in the, the foot. Like, there's no way that that's even a true thing, but okay. Yeah, Bruce yeah. just didn't do his research because he was uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, let's continue to read. Nonetheless, various reports suggest that sex toy sales have been, uh-huh, because there isn't a hum here, um, up since schools and workplaces started closing and people have been asked to stay at home. Um, for example, Charlotte Graham McClay reported for The Guardian that the adult toy megastores sales of sex toys in New Zealand have tripled um, since Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern, am I pronouncing her last name right? Ardern. I just know her as that that kick-ass um, yeah. kick leader from- Who had a baby and everything while in office. Yeah, I'm so sorry if I'm not pronouncing your last name correctly, Prime Minister. Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern declared a month-long lockdown. Now, the adult toy megastore is not to be confused with the virgin megastore. The two are totally different. The adult toy megastore is based in New Zealand and sells a variety of adult sex toys, which can be purchased online. Is it just me or did that feel a bit redundant? Like, um, yeah, any- you can, you can sense the awkwardness as the, like, continuing oh. to the next paragraph. So Lest you think New Zealand is an ex-sex Okay, so for those of you who don't realize what I was trying to do, um, the word was spelled E-X hyphen S-E-X hyphen P-T-I-O-N. Exception. Is this trying to be a stand-up comedian? Like, what is the goal of this? I don't know. I just started getting flashbacks to my um, spelling bee days in elementary school. Um, Anyway, um, So lest you think New Zealand is an exception, um, adult toy megastore sales have also doubled down under, meaning in Australia, after Prime Minister Scott Morrison announced the impending closure of bars. After UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson announced the same, the UK has experienced a similar swell. Sex toy sales have been a buzzing in Denmark and Colombia as well. Oh, they mentioned something other like than just like, you know, New Zealand and Australia. Now we're getting to Denmark, Colombia, nice to know. Uh, Looks like sex toys may be on more and more people's shopping lists. Then there's the good old USA Tracy's dog, which is not actually a dog, but a company that sells sex toys, relayed results of what they described as an anonymous survey of 877 people, with 47% of these folks from the US, 32% from Europe, 13% from Asia, and 8% from Australia. Of the survey respondents, 62% said they already own sex toys. And of the ones who didn't, 57% plan to purchase them during the quarantine. Of the folks who use sex toys, 62% relayed that they will use them more often. Okay, so can we, okay, so Tracy's dog did this survey. Did they do this survey of people who'd visited their website? Because people who are visiting a website about sex toys are likely interested in sex toys, hence they're visiting the website for sex toys. This is not like they sent out this massive survey 877 respondents isn't that many to try to do like a global sample size of a new trend, especially when you're targeting people who visit a website specifically for sex toys. It's like saying I'm Googling ice cream or cake recipes. I'm probably interested in eating cake or making a cake. Like, anyway, it is so bad. So the you're researcher talking- in me is so angry with the lack of substantial evidence and this guy is a professor. 
Well, and and the and the I mean, so basically, it's for those of you who are are into research. It's just the idea of who's self-selecting into this. Yeah, it's right? so biased. Yes. Okay. So now let's go on. Now it isn't clear how representative of the general population that survey that this survey may be seen. So there you go. There you go. So don't go counting the people in your apartment building and assuming that over half have sex toys stashed somewhere in their place. That could infect your head with images that no disinfectant can remove. By the way, don't put disinfectant on or in your head. Nonetheless, the survey suggests, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm just distracted. Okay, before I continue with this paragraph, Okay, I think that's the line you were referring I'm to. I'm so upset with that when, line. I hate well, that could infect your head with images that no disinfectant can remove. Can we just talk about like infusing this article with shame for people who have sex toys and assuming only like attractive young people can use sex toys because you don't want to think about not attractive young people using sex toys. Like what, what, what is, what is this? Wait, why, why are you assuming it's younger though? I mean, well, it, I I'm saying it, because he's talking about how it would infect your head with images no disinfectant can remove. So in my mind, when I read that, I'm thinking about like the older neighbor next door rubbing one out with a, a dildo. Like that, like they're insinuating that normal people that you interact with using sex toys is disgusting. I mean, to me, it's just the, regardless of the age group, it's just the, why is this seen as infecting your head, right? And why is it a bad thing to have sex toys? Why, I mean, I don't understand why he's saying, don't go assuming that over half have sex toys. They probably do. It's a healthy part of a sex life. I think this is now where we could at least just say that we will have to find some article at some point that has more of a of a representative sample. Okay, so let's move forward. Nonetheless, okay. the survey results do suggest that if you are employing some help to quote unquote polish the banister, and then the next one is, okay, I have to, sorry, there are a lot of euphemisms all lined up with lots of quotes. So, so let me just read them off. So nonetheless, the survey results do suggest that if you are employing some help to polish the banister, null the void, dial the rotary phone, or scratch Yoda behind the ears, so to speak, you are not alone. Well, you may be alone, but you are not the only person in your neighborhood doing this. Okay, I, I think this was one of those parts, because again, I was skimming this article at first. When I saw that many quotes for that many euphemisms, like I was starting to get to the point where it's like, necessary really this is written by a man who is having a very awkward conversation about sex toys and he's trying to make it comfortable by making jokes instead I mean, of I actually guess... discussing how this might be really cool that people are starting to tap into their own sexual identity with sex toys i didn't know some of these euphemisms existed scratch yoda i've never heard scratch yoda behind the ears but i also think in choosing that also he's assuming a certain type of audience too oh like scratch yeah. i mean anyway let's okay there is so much here let's go on in fact some aren't being that bashful about what they want <laughs> And right, then it so shows perpetuating, perpetuating the idea that we need to be bashful about asking for what we want. So, so then he, there's a screen capture, there's a screenshot of um, someone on Twitter at Miss S Teaching One. And it says, seeing sex toys on someone's Amazon wish list has really made me chuckle. And then there's like a crying, laughing emoji. Oh, well, have fun crying, two crying, laughing emojis, then hashtag spread, spread, spread kindness. kindness. <laughs> Which only got 68 hearts. So how, like, he must have really scoured the internet for, like, exactly what he was looking for, because this really isn't a popular tweet. 18 people are tweeting about this, according to this <laughs> screenshot. Oh um, okay, let's keep going. In case you haven't made the connection yet, such sex toys are typically used to assist with 
either masturbation or sex with someone else. Oh God, this is where it gets really bad. This is where it gets really, really bad. The next couple sentences are the absolute worst in the entire article. Get ready. I'm glad that somebody explained what sex toys are to me and you. <laughs> I, I mean, shoot, what the heck was I understanding in the first part of this article if he didn't put that line down right there? Okay, so let's move forward. It's not as if more people are purchasing vibrators to help them make smoothies from frozen fruit while social distancing. Think of a sex toy as a bicycle or maybe a motorbike. It can help you get to your destination faster. Or if that destination is really, really, really far away, it could help in just getting there. What yeah, I, I think- Are they the, trying to say that achieving orgasm is so incredibly difficult that one might need a sex toy, which that could be the case for some people, I understand. But like, again, it's, it's making it sound like it's this like foreign, Ugh, unnecessary I don't even know well it's also like okay you know orgasm can be challenging for certain people for a variety of reasons right um and that's yes. something where we probably we probably could talk to like someone who specializes in studying this about like what all those things are but of course there's you know it's it's almost like as I read this first of all like the fact that there needs to be this and this many analogies for me to understand the purpose of a sex toy, like comparing it to a bike or a motorbike or, or a like a movie maker or like, <laughs> oh my God, oh my God. It's just, it's just that like, that was one paragraph, by the way. It, it's like, it's like it specifically needed to call out exactly what sex toys do. And then to make an analogy to either a bicycle or a motorbike. And then on top of that, talk about how a destination is really, really far away. Um, and actually, you know what I actually, now that you bring this up, why does sexual connection always have to be about the orgasm? Because there are, yeah. certain, there are certain people that would argue that, you know, it's also just about the process too. and. And, and also, I mean, I'm not gonna, like, this might be like getting into it a bit much, but also like we know in a lot of societies, like whose orgasm gender-wise gets prioritized as being the end or the finishing, right? The finishing yeah. of a sexual act. And so I, I know that the article didn't quite get into that, but <clears throat> I do think there is something to be said for thinking about the process of creating a sexual connection with someone. Um, including yourself. Including it's yourself. discounting the importance that sometimes sex toys play or self-pleasuring plays and just simply experiencing the pleasure without the orgasm. The orgasm isn't necessary for sex to be pleasurable, for a masturbation session to be pleasurable. Like there's, as you're saying, like this article is glorifying the orgasm as the rationale for, but it's, it's part of maybe someone's healthy sex routine for themselves or with others. Yes. Yeah. So and, and, and a lot I of know assumptions that. being made by Bruce. And I know that it could be either by oneself or with others, because again, there was that sentence in case you haven't made the connection yet, such sex toys are typically used to assist with either masturbation or sex with someone else. So now- And I'm it's also, I think there's that. something we didn't point out at the beginning here. Um, Bruce Wiley is, he holds an MD and an MBA. So he's a medical doctor who has an MBA as well. So I think that that's also important to add in here that these are perspectives of a medical professional who- Where does it- because I know that there's the, the long bio tour at the end. Oh, I went to his actual website, brucewylee.com. Yeah. Well. He is a medical doctor. So this is a medical doctor expressing very clearly that the point of masturbation is the orgasm. Anyway. 
so angry. I get so angry. And full disclosure, I have had female doctors give me horrific advice with realms to in the realm of of sex and self pleasure and my sexual health. So it is not just a male issue. I have had female doctors as well give me horrific, horrific advice that made me laugh. Um, but anyhow, I think it's important to note that this is not just a researcher. He is a an MD. He he actually is a doctor. Doctor. And and to your point about the female doctors that you've had, it's it's kind of like you know just because. And I you know I say this also as someone who works in career development. Like I know that especially ever since you know you know, like George Floyd, Me Too, all of these movements, um, you know, there's this talk about how we need to increase diversity, equity, and inclusion in certain fields. There needs to be, and then I think a lot of people read that right away as representation, 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 but you could increase representation of, of people with particular gender identities in a given field. However, if they are still being educated and conditioned to believe these things, that are like rooted in patriarchy. Oh yes, for example, I had a female doctor, no lie, tell me that sex is supposed to be painful for women and offer to prescribe me pain medication for when I'm having sex. Like a female doctor <laughs> told me that it's normal and she herself, she expressed to me that she herself also experiences pain during sex and tells, told me how she manages that because it's better to numb yourself up completely so your husband can, <sighs> anyway. Gosh, how recent was that? Uh, that was after I moved up here to New Hampshire. So probably about three years ago. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, yeah fantastic I, doctor she oh such a great practice i had no bad experiences like when i went in with a positive pregnancy test and they told me i wasn't pregnant then called me back later and said i actually was pregnant there is anyway. so much unpack right there i know let's so continue much. with this article because the next part talks about toilet paper so we need to get <laughs> hold on um Oh shoot, this article is longer than I recall. And it's terrible. I told you it's terrible. So here, I'll read this paragraph. No, no, no. Oh, wait, 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 I got it, I got it. Here, let me go. Okay, let me, let okay, me go. okay, okay. Why should sex toy sales go up during social distancing? After all, most sex toys are not like toilet paper. While some may be hoarding rolls and rolls of toilet paper, hoarding the same number of sex toys may get a bit unwieldy. It can get awkward too if you have an apartment mate or a housemate or happen to show a wide angle shot of your place on Zoom. Is that a massive pile of sex toys back there? Can be a tough question to have to answer. Plus, if you are discarding sex toys at the same rate as you are discarding toilet paper, you may be doing something wrong, something potentially horribly wrong. What, what, what purpose does this paragraph even serve? Shaming, shaming. Cause, cause not only, plus again, to repeat, plus if you are discarding sex toys at the same rate as you are discarding toilet paper. Okay, who the heck discards sex toys? There's cleaner for a reason anyway. Okay, you may be doing something wrong, comma, something potentially horribly wrong. So let, so, so way to make people feel insecure, right? Like if they buy more than one sex toy, oh my gosh, then. And you've got to keep them hidden because people can't know you have them. Cause remember, they're going to conjure up those images that they can't disinfect from their brain. Now, now I will say this, depending on the social, on the pro social professional circle, no, I mean, I probably like, no, to my knowledge, I don't have like, you know, a vibrator just like hanging out back there, right? Okay. But if you did, I mean, it shouldn't be a shameful thing. Well, it's also something where, 
again, depending, I'll say this, depending on someone's work environment, yes, we acknowledge that some, well, in yes. some it may be you, more uh, sensitive than others. Yeah, um, you wouldn't probably hold a, a Zoom meeting with your boss with like a pile of sex toys behind you, or they might be concerned that you're not actually working during your contracted hours. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are like, again, and it depends on someone's workplace, all the all those things. Yes, for, for certain settings like that, I can understand, but but this whole idea about doing something oh wrong. Lord. Something horribly wrong. Because God forbid that you experiment. Yeah, and maybe the toys you're purchasing aren't working for you, so you're getting rid of them. Like, it's okay to say this doesn't work for me. I mean, oh, my Lord. There's they, so I mean, much to unpack. Toys, toys, they could be pretty expensive. And yeah, you're right. Like, especially if someone is not like, let's say the pandemic were the first time that someone decided like, oh, I think I'm going to give this a shot for the first Mm -hmm. time because we're not allowed to really interact a lot in person. They, they, they wouldn't necessarily have the same experience of walking in to a sex toy shop, being able to talk one-to-one, like, and get that great customer service from like, from like whoever the sales representative is right yeah and shout so, out to good vibrations in cambridge um and other locations in the u.s because that is a fantastic sex toy store if you happen to have one near you very sex positive um amazing environment to learn and uh they have classes super yeah. awesome workshops online online resources um lots of books and- lots of books in addition to the toys themselves and then I would also just say like you know so and and I think this is why this article probably stands out to you and me it's because I think we've gotten to a point in our lives where we're so used to reading things that are sex positive that you know again from certain like authors writers who study this um who again take more of that approach that then when you read something that is not sex positive within like a few sentences or even a few words, you can pick it up right away. Right. Yep. And so, yep. so, so yes, moving forward. This next paragraph is the one that, that caught your eye. So here we go. Yes. So, and I'm going to put things in air quotes when, when <laughs> there's talking. a lot of them. Well, oh, only one for this paragraph, but okay. Instead, chances are that either more self-love and other sexual activity is occurring or people are trying to find ways to add more variety to each. The pandemic and social distancing can leave you feeling more stressed, isolated, lonely, and bored. The range of things to do is more limited too at, as this tweet relayed. And then, okay, so here's a tweet by Arbor, at Arborlicious. This person says, since my two main activities during shelter in place involve knitting needles and sex toys, I have to be careful not to mix them up. This was also from April. And um, this was like hearted by three people. I mean, I'm trying, I mean, honestly, I'm still trying to read the tweet and understand what the point of it was, but okay. Um, But yeah, I guess what caught my eye in that paragraph was the quotes around self-love because- I mean, isn't self-love about finding things that make you feel good? Yeah. And I feel like putting them in quotes like that also trivialized self-love. Like, oh yeah, we're putting masturbation and sex toys under self-love, wink, wink. Like it just, it, it just hits me all the wrong way. I mean, yeah, self-love or hey, if, if we, if we're even going to make up terms and be like, oh, self-lust, then Hey, it's you. I mean, you're not. Hey, yeah. Anyone. Ooh, I like that self lust. Ooh, I kind of like the sound of that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's I mean, like a whole that, another. Like, we could do a column on that. I I could look. I mean, we could look that up and see if that's an actually a thing. But yeah, I mean, would I mean, someone finds themselves attractive, um, and not in a narcissistic way, but just hey, I love myself, right? Yeah. So so let's keep going. Staying at home can mess with your sleep-wake cycle as well, or rather not well. Furthermore, not having a work commute 
and other things that normally occupy your time could open gaps in your schedule. Sexual activity can provide some assistance with each of these. It can help pass the time, at least a minute or some longer for others. It can stimulate the release of hormones such as dopamine, the so-called happiness hormone, endorphins, the so-called natural pain reliever, and oxytocin, the so-called love hormone. Sounds like a good thing, right? However, there's one problem with having sex with someone else. It requires someone else. As I mentioned previously for Forbes, maintaining social distancing and at least six, at least a six foot distance from each other can be challenging during sex. It can look like a really weird game of cave person charades and not quite do the trick. Wait, let me- Again, we, I don't even have anything to comment just because that's just a weird <sighs> cave person charades. Well, yeah, at least six foot distance from each other can be challenging during sex because then that just means you're not having sex. Um, it can, okay, yeah, I, I honestly don't know what to say. I really don't know. Okay. I mean, so. he could have added in a thing about how sex toys can allow you to maintain distance and self-pleasure in the presence of a, a significant other, either using video feed, like you guys could be on a Zoom call or, you know, or you could even just maintain distance in a room. Like still, we know being, a, you'd have to have a mask on. Oh, this is getting very interesting. But, you know, like he could have added in all of these sex positive things, but instead he's demonizing it, saying it looks like caveman charades. Ah, oh, Bruce. <laughs> Oh, here's another pair. Oh, dude, there's so many. There's I'm going to do a lot of air quotes as I'm reading this to you. I think there's six in this paragraph. Too many. Okay. This can leave lone rangering. Okay. Are we just at a point where you could just call it masturbation? No, not yet. Not yet. We only mentioned masturbation once because it's a taboo word. So this can leave lone rangering. Ooh, this next one's good. Visiting the safety deposit box. Read the next one, Lance. Let me let me read this full sentence. This can leave lone rangering, visiting the safety deposit box, or taking your talents to South Beach as the only option for sexual activity as long as social distancing continues. I have never you heard taking your talents to South Beach as it relates to any- This guy did activity. more research on euphemisms for masturbation than actually like the actual topic at hand. Well, here's, here's, here's more. As the sex and coronavirus disease 2019 COVID-19 guidelines issued by the New York City Department of Health indicated, you are your safest sex partner. You tend to know where you've been and know the truth when you tell yourself that you've had more or fewer sexual partners than you've really had. So this goes to that whole idea of how like a lot of dating starts off with lies right and, and just to this clarify because i know that they're not necessarily people aren't necessarily reading the article with me the quote from the new york depart new york city department of health is you are your sexist safe partner that's the end of the quote right yeah and then the the sentence that i just read this next one is from it's the Bruce. author you tend to know where you've been and know the truth when you tell yourself that you've had more or fewer sexual partners than you've really had and yes that indicates to becky's point the assumption that there are are lies in the beginning of a relationship, um, what, whether it be sexual, romantic, or both. Um, let's keep going. Oh, more air quotes. Okay. Nonetheless, over time, giving yourself a hand in the same way over and over again may get repetitive and monotonous and prompt you to say, oh, you again. Perhaps you need something to spice up. Perhaps you need, to, you need something to spice things up for yourself. Okay. We're supposed to read that, oh, you again? Not, oh, you again. Oh. I think it's, oh, you again. Let me read this again. Nonetheless, over time, giving yourself a hand in the same way over and over again may get repetitive and monotonous and prompt you to say, oh, you again. Oh, well, maybe I'm just not used to that type You're of You're not mentality. used to this kind of language in, in an article. <laughs> so I, I think it's just, 
I don't know. I, I mean, I think I'm the coolest person I know, you know? <laughs> so I, I guess I, maybe, maybe that's just from me having so much self-love. I don't know. Um, let's go on. Moreover, sex toys can facilitate the whole sex with a partner at a distance thing in various ways. If you have to stay at least six feet away from your partner, perhaps a sex toy could serve as a representative or an ambassador of yourself or rather part of yourself. You've heard of distance, you've heard of distance learning. Well, this would be distance you know what. Thus, it's not surprising that sex toy sales have risen. I mean, this could- Again, why can't we just say masturbation? Why do we have to continually use euphemisms? Well, I mean, yeah, the, the sentence of, well, this could be distance, you know what? I mean, that could just, just say sex. I mean, because we keep saying sex toys anyway. So what would the difference be if we just said sex by itself without the toys after it, right? And let's also be like pretty honest if you're doing like distant sex that's safe sex i mean people might take screenshots and then that's not good but i'm saying as far as your health and well-being it's not an unsafe option even when we're not in a pandemic it's i mean <sighs> so it, you know people people engage in that type of sexual behavior even without a pandemic because you're right maybe they're long distance or maybe in pre-pandemic times if they would have been in different locations it's a way of spicing things up throughout the day yeah right throughout well, the day yes <laughs> yeah throughout the day throughout the night whatever shift you work um so moving forward it is the end of the article we're almost there friends Let's, okay, a few more, at least one more air quote. Um, it is also not surprising that Google searches for quote unquote homemade sex toys have jumped according to an article in the mirror. Looks like do it yourself or DIY has extended to doing it or doing it to yourself. This suggests- It sounds like a sixth grader having a conversation about sex. Sorry, Bruce. Sorry, Bruce. It's- well, because I think we've established a long time ago what sex toys assist with, and it, it was even the and it was even explicitly explained in one of the paragraphs partway through. in one sentence. In one sentence, the only sentence that was not chock full of euphemisms. Okay, because it was just direct. It, you know, I like I love poetry. But if we're going to talk about sex, let's just talk about it with the proper terminology. I would love yeah. to go for a, a, like a visit with him as my doctor and be like, all right, like talking about anything that has to do with sex. But every time he's like doing it, <laughs> like, I want him to tell me, take my talents to South Beach. <laughs> <laughs> Or it's like, if you're going to drop in some euphemisms, some euphemisms, yeah. not, not like the whole article. All right. Okay. So now we're, we're back here. So it looks like do it yourself or DIY has extended to doing it or doing it to yourself do you, do, or doing it to yourself. This suggests that people may be making their own sex toys, which could be a very bad idea. How good an inventor are you? That's what I say. Um, whether you are buying a sex toy or trying to make one yourself, be careful about what you are using on your genitals. Okay, fair point. Yes. You should be careful. The, okay, here's some practical advice. The wrong items or materials can cause infections, damage, or allergic reactions. Your genitals aren't cinder blocks. They can't weather all kinds of conditions. Instead, they consist of finely tuned environments that can easily be disrupted. Oh, okay, that's that's some practical advice. All right, this last paragraph just wraps it up in this nice, tiny little, oh, the bow that we're about to experience here of self-shame is, is, is on its way. Make sure that any sex toys that you have been proper, 
Okay. Make sure that any sex toys that you use have been properly tested and guaranteed as safe to use. Okay, that's practical. Smart. Smart. After all, your genitals aren't things to be toyed with. Unless, of course, you've got the proper toys. The end. Why did they get Bruce to write this article? Well, because first of all, you know, okay, so what's interesting is that in the beginning, if I wanted to know more about this writer, um, it says, I am a writer, journalist, professor, systems modeler, computational and digital health expert, avocado eater and entrepreneur, not always in that order. And then if we scroll to the bottom of the bio, let's, let's, um, hold on, let me read what the, oh, okay, so this, here's the bio, um, blah, 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 some of the stuff I told you. Currently, I am a professor of health policy and management at the City University of New York, CUNY School of Public Health, executive director of, well, I don't know how to pronounce this, but it's it's an acronym that is P-H-I-C-O-R, uh, professor by courtesy at the Johns Hopkins Carey Business School and founder and CEO of Sim, Sim Silico. My previous positions include serving as executive director of the Global Obesity Prevention Center at Johns Hopkins University, Associate Professor of International Health at the Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health, Associate Professor of Medicine and Biomedical Informatics at uh, the University of Pittsburgh and Senior Manager at Quintilis Transnational, working in biotechnology equity research at Montgomery Securities and co-founding the biotechnology bioinformatics company. My work has included developing computational approaches, models, and tools to help health and healthcare decision makers in all continents except for Antarctica, and has been supported by a wide variety of sponsors, such as the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the NIH, HRQ, CDC, UNICEF, USAID, and the Global Fund. I have authored over 200 scientific publications and three books. Um, follow me on Twitter. He gives his handle at Bruce underscore Y underscore Lee, but don't ask me if I know martial arts. Yeah, well, on his website, there's a quote that says, you are different. People don't like different. A physician professor to Bruce during Bruce's research fellowship. I mean, I do think the issue is bigger than him. I mean, yes. Oh, this is a societal thing. Like. There, I mean, does he have credentials related to health? Yes, but I did not see or hear anything. And now you're you're also looking at his website. You said that he's an MD based on what you mm -hmm. see on the website. Yep. But like, let's put it this way. They're all types of MDs, right? True. I did not- It doesn't sound like he practices medicine. But I did not hear or read one thing that talks about sexual health. No, he does. Let me look at his initiatives here. So under his initiatives, at the bottom of his initiatives page on his website, he worked for Similisco, something yeah, like yeah. that. And so what they do is they develop and use computational models to help a wide range of decision makers answer a variety of questions, like how should products be best used? Where should one invest or allocate resources? How can commodity efficiency be improved? How should decision-making change under differentiating con conditions and circumstances? So that research applies directly to what he's talking about. He's looking at how does this new social norm of social distancing impact people's buying decisions and how it impacts people's buying decisions to pursue pleasure-seeking devices to bring more pleasure to their lives, especially in a situation where you may not be able to seek another person to help you reach orgasm or sexual pleasure. So, so given, given the background in medicine, public health, um, the modeling, and again, you know, there's a business background there as well, but then when we read the article, it's very clear that anything actually related to sexuality and sexual health, that's not the specialization. Not at all. Not like at all. And it doesn't it. look like he even really collaborated with anybody who is 
a specialist in this area and there are a plethora of them. It is not difficult to find. I follow a number of them on social media myself. Um, so I'm disappointed that he didn't do more outreach to educate himself on sex positive writing and research. And also I think the thing is like, you know, you and I, we run in circles of people where if they, if you say sex positive, they know what that means. Um, and I'm not making excuses at all, but it just, it's also that thing where if you don't know what you don't know, then how do you know to like seek yeah. expertise on it, right? Because but it also you, got, how many editors did this pass before exactly, it got published? Exactly. So how that is, that would power? be my question. That would be my question is how many editors did this go through? That they're like, this is the final product that we and want our readers to have. Their target readership, my assumption is male. My tar or my assumption about their target male readership is probably people in their 30s and 40s. Again, I'm making these assumptions. I've not done the research on this. Here I am saying I'm a researcher and I haven't researched these facts that I'm throwing around. But I'm my hunch simply is, is that their their target readership is uncomfortable talking about sex. And so this is how they managed to make it palatable by making it a mockery. And a lot of euphemisms because in an article- Masturbation is said once in the entire article. In an article about, about sex toys. About masturbation. Yeah. In an article about sex toys, it was, it's like, it was one thing when we were saying sex toys, but then to say sex by itself was another. And I basically heard euphemisms for masturbation I never heard before. So, so yeah, I think this is, it's. Next time I text you saying I'm taking my towns to South Beach, you'll know what I'm talking about. I just like, what is the one that I had in her? It's the rotary phone one. Dial the rotary phone. I mean, that actually gets to show how old school this thinking is. This shows you their target audience. Phones. Yes, because my students have no clue what a rotary phone is. Like, so these are definitely people who are out of millennial generation. Like I had one in my basement as a kid. It was really fun to use, but it was because it was my grandparents and we moved it to the basement for some reason to have a phone in the basement. Oh my God, that article, that was a wonderful way to wake up in the morning. Hence, I'm still in my PJs and I have a hat on because it's chilly here in New Hampshire. And my dog ate my, my normal glasses. So I'm wearing my fun glasses because that's all I have. Hence my interest in get up today, friends. Yeah, this was, oh, this was just, oh, this, this is exactly how people should spend their winter break. I still think I want to write a letter to the editor because I'm disappointed. I may very well do that too, but I just, you know, especially with all this work from home stuff, like it's funny, um, in the start of this pandemic, you know, I wasn't as accustomed to working virtually. So I loved writing, I loved blogging and all of that stuff. And then just as each month has come, now I don't associate my home computer anymore with, with like, oh, stuff that I do for leisure. It's like, oh, this is my, my personal computer has become my work computer. And then for that reason, it's been like, oh, let me just do a video. Yeah, like, no. I don't know. If I, I felt like capturing our physical reactions as well was essential because there was just so much to unpack. That was there so was, good. You know, I'm glad that I had, that I, that I waited until we were on video to just read that out loud and have that share that experience with you. But um, yes, I think, well, you know what? That article was longer than I thought. Unpacking it, it took more time. And I think I still have to unpack it, especially if I do oh. end up writing to the editor. But oh, with yeah. that said, no, thanks for joining me. Oh, and thank you for having me. This. But yes, I mean, I guess if, if, if there are any main takeaways we want for people, it's one, you know, there's nothing to be ashamed of or embarrassed about if you are trying sex toys for the first time for the- Or engaging time. in sex, sexual pleasure, like personal sexual pleasure for the first time. There is nothing wrong with that. It is, um, you know, I think we're in a world where we are, um, 
I, I think like we're taught so many things, but then we're not taught a lot about basic things of ourselves. And really yeah. there's certain things where if I'm here to learn about myself, then I have to get to know myself, right? Yeah. You can't and, tell someone what you like if you don't know what you like. Exactly, exactly. And so, yes. Um, and yes, and if you're talking about any type of sexual activity, I mean, sure, you can drop in a euphemism or two, but um, at, the, at the end of the day, you could just say what the term is, what the medical yeah. term is. You can just it's say not that. scary. You can say sex, you can say, say um, intercourse, whatever the heck it is. Um, yes. And so, so, yes, I hope that um, as you start to read different articles or watch, you know, like other types of media, um, that you're just listening critically about what messages they're sending you about sexual health. Um, yeah. I'm sure this person did not seek to write something that could be shaming of people, but you know. I don't think so either. I don't think his intentions were ill-willed at all. I think it's just A, lack of experience in having these conversations. Uh, B, I think the target audience for whom he was writing, he assumed would be more entertained with euphemisms than using the direct language because the direct language might be a turnoff. Um, but I still just can't believe how many editors it got through. Like, wow, the, te the editing team at, at Forbes, come on guys, up your game. Well, I mean, I think, and it also says something about how they feel about the topic, if that got through that many editors, I'd love to know how many it was. But anyway, again, whether, you know, this, you know, we are in trying times, this pandemic has lasted way too long and who knows when the end in sight is. So do what you need to take care of yourself, to love yourself. And if yeah. that includes, if that includes a toy or more than one toy, <gasps> Wash your hands first, make yep. sure you keep your toys clean, follow yep. the instructions to make sure you, you take care of them properly, but make yourself feel good, friends. Yep, yep. Be kind to yourself, love yourself. All right. Um, I will see you all later. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye, Lynn. <laughs>